0: The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast, Podcast. where we have a dream to create a community full of happy, healthy, and knowledgeable people who create global positive change through sharing their journey. Tune in, saddle up, and listen in, be inspired. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let me sort myself out. Oh my goodness, welcome to the Pure Jamie Milne Podcast, JMT TV. I am joined here today with my younger brother,
1: (laughs) Julio, (laughs) Raul. Uh, (laughs) Uh,
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I've been really looking forward to this podcast. Um, This young man here, if you don't already know, is my son Joshua. This fella, he uh, he came from me, <coughs> Fuck. and and many 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 meanings of the word. <laughs> yeah, from my testicles and from oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Josh here. So let me introduce you to Joshua Milne, my son, and. Uh, an amazing component of our JMT facility, the gym, the mind gym, and everything else. And I'm so, so excited to blaze into this podcast with him. Uh, And like many, many, he's like, how long is this going to take, Dad? What's the questions? It's high tide at 11, so I better better hurry up. Um, Like most people, give a bit of runway, give a bit of insight into who I'm having a conversation with. Um, and who I'm spending some time with now. This young fella here has uh, has quite an amazing past uh, above and beyond um, coming from me. <laughs> I've been practicing oh God, that. I'm what to say to that. Um, so Josh's Josh's uh, experience with the fitness industry started really early. Uh, I had photos of him and, and, of course, memories of him, even in the, the naval base gym in Auckland when he was really little and nappies and running around. And that was probably his first exposure to fitness, so from a really young age, running around the leg press machine, getting in a few fucking sneaky lap pulldowns and the rest of it. Uh, and Josh has also obviously been exposed to the fitness industry his whole life. His, his mum is... Uh, Fitness is high up there on her values as well. So being a competitive athlete as a young fella as well. He also joined me on a couple of Mini Miles for Mary's charity events. Uh, he's run through the South Island with me uh, as a young fella. He was competing in CrossFit competitions from about 2010, uh, not only in the actual fitness component, but also in a dance-off and a singing competition. He <laughs> was Elvis Presley at the age of hell. Maybe a little
1: or ten or eleven. Yeah, so he Something won the like kids' that. crossfit
0: comp and then busted out some Elvis moves and, <laughs> and, and stuff like that. So, it's been it's been his life's journey. Uh, not as a professional yet, up until recently, but certainly just in terms of his reality and his living experience. He's been fortunate to be coached. Uh, with amateur boxing from a couple of New Zealand champions, Dan McKinnon, uh, one that springs to mind, and then also Gavin James, the legendary boxing coach up in Cairns, far north Queensland. Uh, interestingly enough, when I opened up JMT with my old business partner, Lee, Josh came on board then as an intern, as a very young man, but interestingly enough, the his life's journey wasn't to really begin as an adult in the gym, and he found himself uh, heading over to Europe um, For a number of years Nearly six years Five and a bit years Which was quite incredible And and that's a big story in itself When you, we could speak this whole time on the podcast About how he did that And what he did and the challenges, and
1: who he did,
0: <laughs> who he did, and how he did that—that's um, why I have a grandson no. in his name. <laughs> so yeah, and amongst all the other incredible things Josh has done, he's also a father now too. And, and uh, it's safe to say he he waited till the ripe old age of twenty-four and not nineteen mm. like myself. Um, but yeah, the, his the the adversity he faced and the challenges he faced. Um, going over to Europe and then working on the super yachts and traveling all around the world have given him an enormous level of self-discipline, tenacity, and a very, very high level of professionalism. And today I'm very proud to introduce you formally to my um, (laughs) younger brother, my son, Joshua Milne. How are you,
1: bro? Yeah, Yeah, really good. Uh, Good to be on the podcast. I think I spoke to you about this couple of weeks back saying we should definitely do one sit down and talk shop um, and talk about experiences and throw some ideas around uh, so yeah really excited to be here and to see what questions come flying. oh they're
0: nice they're <laughs> nice and simple questions mate we keep it simple around here mate tell me first of all look so from your perspective and as the listeners now understand you've been exposed to the fitness industry for a very long time your whole life and it's been part of who you are and just recently placing um, very well uh, 250 yeah, something
1: yeah 250th in the, in the quarterfinals of the CrossFit yeah. um, scene so it did really well in the Oceanic region uh, wasn't the goal Well, the goal was for next year to be placing that high, but it happened this year. So then now the next one is to to hit regionals and and Mm. to compete in the semifinals of CrossFit. Yeah, cool.
0: That's the the plan. So Josh Josh has come blazing onto the CrossFit scene. He's been doing CrossFit. So after having five and a half years off, he's spent the last nine to ten months really dialing in and and really focusing on a lot of those skills and those attributes that he's developed overseas. He's now put into his training. So the question I have for you, like what, like in your experience, having seen the fitness industry for, you know, all of your adult life, um, what is a, a memory or an experience or a moment or something someone said that, that has changed you, that has
1: changed a part of you? Ooh. Yeah, fucking Um, (laughs) lost First question (laughs) off the bat with that one. I've got to think about that. Um, For for me, personally, uh, I think it stems back from being, of course, being a part of the fitness industry from a very young age and seeing the effect of probably what you had or have had on numerous people and and helping um, others... In a way which not many people can. Um, and so for me, it probably took going on the same sense, took for me to go away, um, run free for a good couple of years, and then to, for selfish reasons, um, and to learn some things, and to come back and now be selfless and to help people in the way that you were helping others from when I could see from a very young age, and to see that and to do that for, for myself now is probably the big thing that, that, that changed my outlook on the fitness industry. Yeah, uh, awesome. that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it makes total sense. Um, and I can confidently say, having watched you as a professional now, and how you said, you know, being selfless and, and doing things for others, um, you definitely display mm. those quality character traits and things like that. And, and yeah, just like Josh is saying, For listeners, Josh organically um, found that, you know, and he had to say he had to go and do stuff for self. He had to go away, do his thing, um, learn things, do things for himself so that he could even... Come back and then be able to do that for other people. Yeah. Um, And do you reckon it's an important part of the industry? Like literally just wanting to help others,
1: support others. Or yeah, I I think I think definitely it's it's in the same thing like like that same you fill fill your cup up to then to help others or to fill their cup up was a big key. Part and being part of that industry is taking that time to acknowledge people's um, whereabouts and where they are at that present point, taking that on and being able to help and provide for them so that you can benefit their life in, in any way possible, even if it's the smallest part um, of their time or in the gym. You're still helping them out in the long and the long run.. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's a massive part. Yeah
0: Training's like a, a, a metaphor for life really what they what, mm-hmm. what happens in here?
1: uh ripples out there as you know and yeah well i think that's it as soon as we put that time i find it's good now putting time into people that then creates that ripple effect for others that they leave here feeling really really good and and um then they carry that on to other people and it just just goes through the community oh it's like a fucking (laughs) it's like a.
0: (laughs) Very similar to a sexually transmitted <laughs> disease or yeah. a virus of some description <laughs> starts somewhere. That yeah, and on. then it just
1: spreads yeah. like that JMT STD. Oh, dude, cut!
0: <laughs> Fuck! I knew it was a bad idea. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So turning up as your best self. I going to quickly get out of that. So turning up as your best self. How, like, how do? you, So how do you? Because this is the thing, we work We work with a lot of fitness professionals, we do a lot of cross-pollinating here on the Sunshine Coast um, in a professional sense, so we work with other trainers, uh, and they work with us, and so there's a lot of cross-pollination, there's a lot of strategic alliances, and things like that, so, like, as a professional, whether, so obviously as a fitness professional and soon-to-be business owner, and we'll talk about that soon, the... How do, you, how do you first, mm. how do you turn up as your best self each day? Because mm. you do do a remarkable job. So how, how do you turn up as your best self and what what inspires you to do so? Ooh. Other than
1: being my younger brother. Um, yeah, so I, I think for me, what really thrives me coming in is, is building or help building Better versions of ourselves. So coming in here, knowing that I'm here to help make a difference um, in people's lives. You know, there's certain people um, that we work with that you know may not find it hard to say pick up their, their their child or anything like that. So it's it's knowing that we can help to alleviate that and and be able to help people have a better better life or or their fitness over a long period of time. You know, we age or getting older is is a big thing and and people get to the point where (laughs) (laughs) um that's that's where the big motivation comes from is that there's a certain point that you know we're all going to get older um limitations start setting in so let's why not prolong that and be able to move functionally well and help people move the best way that they can so that over a long period of time that lasts longer that's Mm. kind of my motivation coming in um and trying to inspire others on Movements and moving functionally well. That's yeah, awesome. Probably big,
0: big key thing. Yeah, cool. So, what what would you what would you suggest for other people? So that's what you do. Yeah. What would you suggest for them? So how how can how can people turn up as their best self each day? Even if they're going to um, be a teacher, they work at Audi. they might be an accountant. they could be a business owner. What's just some really basic advice for for those people?
1: Hmm. I think, I think uh, the highest part of it, of it all, um, <laughs> yeah.
0: is fixing
1: this, Yeah. No. Fix, fixing the camera first so you can hear me. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. What do you reckon?
1: Uh, of whatever the job that you may be doing or that you have in finding some sort of light in that, in that tunnel, um, of whatever it may be, of, of just helping others. I think that's the biggest key part for me is that when I wake up in the morning, I know I'm coming into a bunch of people and and in some sense trying to bring a smile to their face and, and, and be happy and have a, have a laugh. That for me is a big positive thing. So if you can find something in your daily job, where you're affecting even just one person in that day in a positive way, then that's a pretty big thing. Yeah, helping others is huge, eh? Yeah, it? that's where I get my sense of accomplishment is is helping others. And that stems definitely from again going and doing my own thing for the last seven years and now coming in and just being all about all about others as, as well as myself, which is really cool. Yeah.
0: Awesome. What's um what's the greatest life lesson uh, you've
1: ever learned? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> hell. How
0: long's a piece
1: of uh, string? Yeah, well, wow. uh, there's definitely been a, a few, but I think mine and what I find now, especially in the workouts that I'm coming across with with CrossFit, and and to still maintain even the times when it's really hard and struggling. You touched on it a while ago, but there was a couple of nights when I was in Europe when I had to spend spend the night on the streets because uh, I didn't have enough money for accommodation nor that I have much money for anything really. So. It was just spending a couple of nights in the streets with with a couple of other homeless people and hanging out in, in France and and knowing that from that time then something good came out of it and it's the same with with here we put our bodies through a whole lot of stress in the workout but at the end of it we come out of it feeling really good or you've gained something from it whether it be some strength some speed or anything like that so at the end of something. That could be bad in, in your eyes, ends up being really good
0: mm. in, in the long run. Such a good life lesson. I hope your mum's not watching this podcast. Should be fucking mortified <laughs> that you were sleeping on the streets. <laughs> but that's you know I'd alluded to that earlier on in the podcast. So one of the things that really impressed me, and it's no wonder why Josh, um, you know, has that ability to lean into challenging concepts and things and experiences because a very short version of a long story um when josh first went overseas i just got a call one day and he said dad i'm going to europe and i was like what do you what do you mean (laughs) and he's like oh i booked a ticket and everything i'm I'm ready to go and i was like whoa like you haven't got any money like not any big savings or anything and he was he was ready to go and it's like you know as, as parents would know out there you can't You can't do anything. Once they've become adults, you know, they take the responsibility and ownership for their own worlds and their decisions, just have to sort of support from the bleachers best we can. So anyway, Josh goes overseas and he had this dream of working as a diver and, um, and working on the boats and the yachts and he literally over a great period of time was trying to get work in Nice, was it? Yeah, And it was was super, super demanding and anybody that's been over there, lots of people are trying to get jobs on the yachts. And I remember having conversations with Josh as the days went by and he was still getting bumped and I was saying to him, you gotta turn up every single day, Mm. you know, and, and ask for work and present yourself well and just stick at it. And this went on for weeks. And Josh kept turning up, kept turning up, money started running out, then he had no money, and then he was living rough. Uh, but he kept turning up and pestering people, and he kept pestering this one particular, and correct me if I'm wrong, I could have this story a bit up in the clouds, yeah. but he kept kept pestering this one uh, captain or yacht owner to the point that he turned around and said, fucking hell, like, even the squeaky wheel needed some grease. So he kept turning up. And then he said, look, you can come out for whatever amount of time it was yeah. for a few days. You're not getting paid, but if you if you fit in and stuff, then we might look at a job. And that was, you know, th- that
1: was the start of a five and a half year career, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. It was yeah, straight off the bat there for a little bit. And then um, after that one job, it was game on.
0: Yeah, which is amazing. And that's a great reminder for all of us just fucking hang in there, don't give up so quick. And just think about it for a second, what it's like if you've ever traveled to run out of money, because I've traveled and run out of money and lost my shit and bailed and asked people for help and all this other stuff. And, And I just think it's quite remarkable that Josh didn't and he hung in there, and, and the rest is history. And just it's the same with yeah, the training. Like sometimes the workouts can be really fucking challenging. Yeah. A five k walk can be a nightmare for some people. Uh, a CrossFit benchmark workout could be Mount Everest for some people. But it's about not not quitting. Quitting's the fucking worst thing you could do. Mm-hmm. And just hanging on in there. And then on the other side of that, <laughs> French girls in a super yacht. is is French girls in a super on and cocaine and Coronas. <laughs> oh my God! Stop it. <coughs> Cut. <laughs> um, look, so far with your, so you've got a lifetime of wisdom in the, in the fitness industry in terms yeah. of you being around, you've seen it, you see how it works, you've seen it from both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, and now you're working in it as a professional and surging ahead, like a very busy client base. What's um, What do you reckon a tip, not the tip, but a tip for the fit,
1: what would make the fitness industry a better place? Oh, I definitely believe in probably my heart of hearts with it all that to make it a better place. Is one I think paying attention. P- Pts a lot of these days maybe either staring at the clock or just trying to make that money quick and easy. I think paying attention to your client and making sure that they're getting the best out of your time and their time, because at the end of the day they're investing in their life or, or, or short part of it for you to better themselves. So I think taking that time to actually acknowledge each session. Um, and then in the same sense as well, we're not all feeling 110% each day. We're not all feeling like the day that we lifted the heaviest deadlift that we did or 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 squat so i think though we are measuring the weights also go by how you're feeling each day so if someone walks in knowing that they're tired or that they've had a certain you know something going on knowing that we don't need to push them as hard but still make sure that they're moving well and very well and we're not always chasing that numbers but we're making sure that it's it's a solid movement pattern and um we're moving how we should that's probably my two big yeah, what a great point. That's such a good point. And yeah, certainly I've been
0: guilty of not paying as much attention and I'm sure many other trainers um, could probably take some take some insight from what you just said. But I think even just life in general, um, we are lacking so much attention. You know, you think about Facebook and social mm. media, it's like an infinite scroll. We just scroll, 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 scroll. We can have seven or eight things on the go at any given time. Um, that just giving yeah, those people that you work with those people that are important to you mm. giving that attention is a really uh, important point yeah so a couple of quick questions bro what what what's something people misunderstand about you or don't know about you that could be okay. interesting <laughs>
1: uh, One thing that probably people don't know about me is a, is a big one so to go from if, if I was to look at myself, or if, if a year ago I was to say to myself that I was going to be in the position that I'm in, I would have told them to get fucked. <laughs> like, I was, uh, from now, from the last nine months, ten months, it's been full-on training. Um, three hours a day in the gym, making sure that I'm sort of reaching that ultimate goal that I was after. Um, a year ago, I was probably in the Caribbean, still awake at 6 a.m., partying to my heart's content and doing that on a daily basis. So Josh's mum Janine, turn the podcast off now. <laughs> yeah, Baby turn it off. Now, delete, delete. 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 <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was a whole different, whole different lifestyle, which I don't really talk about too often. Um, and, you know, I think there's a few times where I actually called yourself and said, I don't know what's what the goal is here, what's happening, what I need to do. Um, and get some sleep was it, my reply. Yeah, it was like this vicious cycle that kept going um, and was really hard to get out of because comfortability and, and, and uh, is, a, is a killer of, of a lot of things. So that was the big, the big part that not many people know, um, and then to come back and pretty much hit the ground running and, and now, like, loving it. Um, just smashing the workout, smashing the just muscle ups g- and snatches. Yeah, it. muscle up and snatches. That's that's it. The movement snatch, not the.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> All right. Yeah. The um, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the change of lifestyle was the big key. Yeah, and 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 making it simple, some simplistic lifestyle has been awesome. Training, surfing, mm. um, and family time is, has been. Amazing and and I think before that it was all complicated um, though traveling wasn't as much but it was what we were doing just the work work and freedom ratio was out of whack.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: The so uh, Josh, do tell share a little bit, just a little bit. Mm. We've got a we've got another uh, business venture coming up. The, we, we let out a few whispers around the traps for those that are listening to whispers uh, that we are soon to be opening. A boutique training facility, uh, JMT Boutique Training Facility on the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, um, and Josh is a, an enormous part of that, and bringing lots of experience in the business class of uh, our realities. So the the upper the upper level of things, and just share a little, just a little
1: bit about about that. Yeah, so uh, for those of you that are watching, if you if you've ever think if you've ever been to a restaurant before, um, and you've walked in and the waiter or the waitress has pretty much remembered your name and your order and you're already seated down and just waiting for your food, like that easy, that quick, you're feeling special kind of thing. That's the sort of way we want the next part. Um, of JMT to be that boutique, as Jamie said, the, the business side of the fitness industry. So if you think you arrive in the car park, um, we've got someone there that comes and meets you, opens up your door, grabs your gym bag for you, walks you inside, hands you um, some BCAAs or some pre-workouts, and then um, <laughs> natural pre-workout, brings you in, um, you're with them with me for an hour session, just making sure that your, you know, your movements are, are, are well, and, and we're training to the extent that you would like, and he, hitting those goals that we're sort of trying to achieve, then they come, or that person comes, grabs you again, walks you out, and uh, gives you some, uh, maybe some green smoothie, bliss balls, cup of coffee offers if you'd like to go upstairs to a chiropractor or recovery room, get a bit of a heavy massage, and then (laughs) gets a massage, it comes down, and off you go with your bags and to your car. So creating rather a fitness experience, more or less, not so much that in and out tactic, but you take maybe an hour and a half to two hours of your day of not just going through your your fitness but also your, your lifestyle that's when the question we ask is like what's your life worth like do you want um, to just be rushed through the doors or do you want to be treated to a really uh, awesome experience through the fitness industry
0: oh love it sounds bliss i do like myself Uh, a nice experience (laughs) these days and things like that so uh, that sounds awesome so a little bit for the people that are watching, listening following, where is the best place to follow you personally Uh, especially uh, as you, Josh is very hot on the CrossFit scene at the moment, um, very busy on the competition scene and uh, if people want to follow you see what you're doing, where can they find
1: you? Uh, Yeah so Instagram is probably the biggest one the JCM. If uh, no J- J-C-F, if um, that's it. Instagram gets the dy- dyslexia from his mum yeah. or anything? <laughs> <laughs> She's not no. even watching now. I asked it, so yeah. Uh, yeah. So Instagram is the biggest one. Uh, a lot of the time, I'm tagged on the JNC page anyway, so you see me there. Yeah. Cool. Um, about.
0: He's uh, got a website too. www.allinaroundmymouth in all in around my mouth at hotmail.com <laughs> I think
1: it's Gmail actually. Right? Gmail. Yeah.
0: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this has been an amazing podcast. Thank you for sharing your time with the old boy. No worries Yeah. yeah so jump on there have a look at Josh's Insta page uh, watch what he's up to as he trains and he prepares for a very long term goal of at least going to the CrossFit semi-finals next year Um, lots of competitions lots of stuff going on and uh, take care cool thanks bro see ya the Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Podcast